0: We also get started with that org chart, who do you have already in your practice, who's on your team, and then the accountability chart, what are their roles and responsibilities, what are they doing for you. And then once we have that figured out, then we want to look into what are the hopes, what are we missing.
1: Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Francis. Welcome back to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo, and I have a special guest with me here today, Adriana from Kyra Matchmakers. Adriana, it's so good to be with you here today. Thanks so much for joining me.
0: Thank you. I'm so excited to be here with you.
1: I'll tell you, we've been hearing the name Chiro Matchmakers come up more and more in our Remarkable CEO program. So many of our doctors who we get to work with have been hiring. You know, businesses are growing and we're hiring and bringing in new people. And not only just bringing in new people, bringing in the right people, right? This is about getting the right people on the team. You know, we talked about a few episodes past. If you are new to the Remarkable CEO podcast, this is your first episode. Welcome. Today, I have an amazing guest, Adriana from Cairo Matchmakers, and we're in the middle of a series on team building. We're focusing here this month on building a remarkable team, and we're actually today going to be focusing on your team of CAs. We're going to be digging into that here today, and I can't wait to to get into specifically an element called blood typing and and how they do this and finding that right match, that perfect fit for your office. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. But we're in a series right now, and we talked about in the first part of the series, Dr. France and I went through the four rights. So the four things you've got to get right is you got to get the right person, you've got to get them in the right role, you gotta get them to do the right work and do it the right way. Those are the four things you've got to get right. And what we're really focusing on here today is the CA's part of your business. And we're gonna talk about those people in just a minute. What we're gonna be focusing on is how do you get the right person and get them in the right role. Those two things are massive. You can get the person in a role. If they're not the right person, you can get them in a role. And and if they're not the right person and they're not in the right role, they could be doing the right work and they could be doing it the right way and it just doesn't work. And so you've got to get all four of these things right. And that's why it's so important to get these first two right. Because if you can get the right person in the right role, them doing the right work and doing it the right way, a lot of that has to do with systems and training and the things that you're doing in your office, your practice model. But if you can get that right person in the right role, it transforms the practice. And I think where a lot of our pain points, a lot of our struggle and frustration comes from as business owners, as CEOs, is you know, we haven't hired right. And I think a lot of times, Adriana, you just don't know how to hire right. And I know for me, just my own experience, you know, there, there was no Cairo matchmakers when I was hiring my CAs and my associate doctor's. I did the best that I could based on the knowledge that I had and based on my experience. So we did the best that we, we could, and I think we did okay. I know that we could have done better. It was very a very difficult process, and there was no system to it. It was really felt like a shot in the dark. You're basically taking a risk every time. And there's always a risk in, in hiring, right? It's an investment. It's a risk. There is always an element. But I feel now, knowing what CMM is doing for doctors, so so many of my clients that are hiring associate doctors and CAs using your methodology, your systems, and and what CMM is able to provide for a doctor, a CEO who's looking to hire and hire right, is you're taking a lot of the guesswork out of the game. You're, you're taking a lot of that out, and, and you are doing also a lot of the heavy lifting on the front end that that so many doctors you know struggle with, and that's why they either never grow their bit their business, their team, they just stay lean and never grow. Or they just settle for whoever's the easiest candidate, somebody that's got a pulse and 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 is warm and and can stand there and maybe do the work and maybe they, hopefully hopefully can train up to turn out to be good. It's a lot of hoping and guessing, right? Which right. is very risky. And that that happens too much. So Docs, as you're listening to this today, our hope is that today moving forward, this becomes more remarkable for you. We talk we are the remarkable CEO podcast. Well, we want hiring to be remarkable for you. And that's why we have brought in our partner. The Cairo matchmakers group here to to be a part of this series because this is what they do for you This is how they serve our profession of chiropractic and while other professions in industries around, you know, the, the world have agencies and and hiring agencies that can help with this process chiropractic was lacking this and for you to go out and hire somebody to do this, as we've talked about with Dr. Allen, very, very costly. And that's why so many companies can't do it. You just couldn't afford to do the work that these, this, that chiro matchmakers could do. You wouldn't be willing to invest that type of money for the testing and all the services that are needed to be able to go out there and get, have a recruiter and bring them in and go through this process. So what CMM is able to do is be able to bring a high level service that's fortune, you know, 100, 500, you know, these top companies use, and we're actually bring this into a professional like chiropractic. So it's brilliant. And it's amazing. So Adriana, before we dig into the methodology of CMM and specifically hiring CAs and how you do it, I want to learn a little bit about you and, and your role and how and what you're doing right now with Chiro Matchmakers. So tell us a bit about who you are.
0: Yeah. So I started as a CA 11 years ago. I was a young 20-year-old excited to get started with my professional life going to college at the same time. I actually started first as a patient, fell in love with chiropractic. It just it helped so much with all of the health problems that I was experiencing. And I just I fell in love with chiropractic. Then I started working as a front desk CA started learning, um, you know, all the ins and outs of the practice, worked my way up and became the office manager. And during that time, I saw the growth and the need for amazing team members and remarkable teams. And we opened several practices. There was a point where I was managing four practices at the same time, and I was loving it and excited about it. But one of the biggest points throughout all of that time was finding the right person for the right position, whether that was a CA or an associate chiropractor. We actually ended up having to close a couple practices because of the mishires that we had. And it was through that pain and that loss of time and resources and money that we uh, learned that we needed a better solution. We needed to look for a way to hire the smart way to find those team members that were going to help us go to the next level, achieve our goals And so we started looking into what were other companies that were doing great? What were they doing? How were they hiring? And just looking at their hiring process, their interview process, what is out there? And then we came across a couple of amazing tools that started to really help us understand who we were hiring or who we were interviewing even before we got to interview them. And so that was life-changing for us. We started hiring right And then, you know, one day we came up with this idea of what if we could bring this to the chiropractic world? What if we could help other fellow chiropractors learn how to do this right? Other CAs, other office managers do this right and not have to go through the same pain and, and just a waste of time that we were going through before we found our metho- methodology. And so that is how Chiro Matchmakers came to be. And, you know, I've been working with Chiro Matchmakers now for uh, four years I am the Director of Placement for CAs, and I am just super excited to share this with all of your listeners.
1: Well, I love your story. I, d- I didn't know your story I went all the way back to being being a patient, and I think that's just such a powerful story, too, because you know every step of the client journey because you were one, and then you also know every step of the journey as a team member because you started, so to speak, at the bottom, and you kind of worked your way up to this Leadership position in, in the businesses. And so you've actually worn pretty much all the hats, other than being the, uh, the doctor in the practice from an administrative standpoint, you've mm-hmm. been, you've seen or overseen all the roles in the practice or practices as you manage for businesses. So powerful. And I, I love that because that's one of the things that I always like to share with CAs that I hired. I said, Hey, I started as a CA. Many people didn't know that, but I, I actually was a CA, front desk CA, and then a tech CA before I went to chiropractic school. So I started in undergrad working as a chiro- at a chiropractic office just to really make sure that this is something that I would want to do and I got that experience there and I feel like that really shaped for me also my understanding of who I was hiring when I hired because I actually had been in those positions so I knew you know that it could be done really well I knew the some of the the ways the pitfalls and where you could mess up and so I I was as a young doctor coming in hiring my first and second CAs you know I I really struggled you know with this understanding the science of it all, but I, but I had a finger on the pulse of like the heart of it. I was really looking at that. And so I want to get into that with you right now, but before we do, let's just talk a little bit about the organizational accountability chart, CEOs, you know, that we always look through the lens of our organizational accountability chart. So the organizational chart is how your business is structured. That's the blueprint. That's the, the structure of the business. The accountability chart is actually how your business runs. And we look at the, so we always have to start there because if you're looking at people and solving people problems, which is our goal here is to get the right people in the right roles, doing the right work the right way. That's how you create a remarkable business. And businesses are are scalable, they're durable, transferable. And so one of the ways that we make that happen is we use leverage, right? The difference between being an owner operator and a CEO is you go from Being that laborer to that leader, you go from using brute force to using leverage. And so one of the things that we leverage is we leverage technology, we leverage systems, we leverage training, we leverage people. And that's how you actually transition and become the CEO. And then how do you continue to function as a CEO is by making sure you put all those things in place that are solid. So great people, great systems, great training, you know, great technology that enables you to truly have durability, right? So durability is what we're going for here, Adriana. And so when I hire, it's not just, you know, we're looking for temporary solutions, temporary fixes. We are looking to put in people into positions that can help us grow our business to the next level. That's the goal here. And so with this, understand you're looking through the lens of your organizational chart and accountability chart. So whenever one of my clients, Adriana, is looking to hire, first thing I say to them is, okay, let's look at your org chart. Because they'll say, oh, I need, I need a CA. I need a new front desk CA or I need a checkout CA or something. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to unpack this. But the first thing that I do as a coach is I say, let's pull out your work chart. Cause I want to see what you currently have. I I need to see right now, like, what do you have? Like who is on your team? And then I want to look at your accountability chart. So who's doing, who's in what role? Like the organizational charts, one thing, the accountability chart can often be something completely different. So I look at the accountability chart and say, okay, who's, who's doing what? Like who's running what part of the business? How is this going? And oftentimes you'll see there's lots of gaps and there's oftentimes a lot of imbalance, meaning there's one person that's wearing a lot of hats and then another person who's not wearing maybe one hat only. And so there's that going on. And so it's, it's a disjointed, it's out of balance. And there's just, again, a real need for, you know, intervention there, right? So we, we start there looking at the organizational and the accountability chart. And in our episode that we released, Adriana, a few episodes for this, we actually gave away a, a version of our accountability chart. So they could see like a blank version and a, a filled in version of, here's an example accountability chart. So as a quick review, the way that we teach in TRP is you have a few different positions, very clearly defined positions that you are in a chiropractic office, your classic chiropractic office. You've got your front desk check-in CA. We like to call this person the boss of today. Uh, you have your front desk check out CA. We like to call this person the boss of tomorrow. So the check in CA is really going to be that you know that greeter really runs the schedule for the day. They're really great at promoting the business and just keeping the energy high, you know from the front. you know it's that awesome energy, just really a driving force for the culture and the business energetically. and then you've got that checkout CA and this person is the boss of tomorrow. This person's a little bit more wired for. P- keeping people compliant right this one this one's really kind of like a more of a gatekeeper a little bit stronger in that area you know when it comes to you know checking people out and collecting payments and keeping people accountable to their schedules and following through and following up with people you know who are off track that is your checkout ca so two unique people very close but unique they're different and and i didn't you know know all of these things The way that I know them now, but I knew when I was in my when I had my clinic that they were two totally different people in my office. I just didn't have it clearly defined. Then you've got your check, you've got your back office CA. Your back Mm -hmm. office CA is going to be more of that person who's behind the scenes, and they're focusing on numbers. So it's collections, it's billing, it's account receivable, it's it's all the compliance things that have to happen to keep your business, you know, compliant, Mm -hmm. making sure everybody's getting paid and being paid on time and we're getting collecting all the things we need to be collecting. And all those details are happening, everything from behind the scenes that has to happen to keep the business moving. Then you've got your office manager position. Office manager is the person who oversees the team. Mostly uh, this person is running the meetings and trainings and really overseeing the way that the practice is running, working very closely with the, the CEO. Um, this person you know, is overseeing, you know, All the dimensions we call it attraction, conversion, and retention in the team of the business. So the four domains, seeing all that, making sure that's happening and things are going well, being that, you know, connection to the team for the owner and CEO. And then you've got the tech CA. Tech CA position is that person who's working in the back, you know, that person who is doing more clinical work. You know, so if you, you know, day ones, day twos, day threes, if you're doing rehab, maybe they're a new patient concierge, new patient advocate. Maybe they're doing, you know, therapies and things like that in your practice, depending on the type of practice you run, but doing more tech work. They may be in the adjustatorium and adjusting bays with you, doing notes, maybe doing some different, you know, services that way. So you've got that tech position, taking x-rays, marking x-rays, doing scans, all of that. So you've got a tech positions. Then you've got the marketing position. Oftentimes, chiropractors will bring in a, a, a CA who does more marketing. So maybe social media, they're running your social pages, they're running your marketing calendar internally, externally, and digitally. They're helping you get in the community, are showing up at events with you. Maybe they're going to events and doing health screenings and workshops, maybe they're speaking, maybe setting up talks, things like that. You've got that marketing person. So those are just a, those are some examples of CAs that exist in a chiropractic practice. In TRP, we have these positions that we train and we coach and we support, you know, within the frameworks of what we do that's all really cool. Until it comes time to try to find that person and actually put people in position and make sure you get the right person, right, Adriana? I mean, it's nice to talk about and be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that sounds good. But actually finding those people and putting those people in those right positions, having those positions clearly defined, there's a lot of gaps in our profession. I know you have visibility, Adriana, into a lot of chiropractic practice, so be kind. But I know that you see you, know, you, you get you to get peek under the hood, so to speak, of a lot of chiropractic offices and seeing how they're running, the level of organization that they have, the level of structure that they have, how organized they are with their team, their trainings, their rhythms, their, their model, their hiring process, their onboarding, their training, all of that. You get visibility into that. So maybe bring us through this process you know, of the typing, but even further up the stream. So if I'm a, a, a CEO and I'm looking for help in hiring, Bring me through a little bit about what, what does the experience look like for you and, and how do we get do this right? Because I know you guys are doing it right and I have evidence from clients that I get to work with who have been using CMM to help them hire doctors and CAs successfully. Take us through this process. Okay, let's take a quick break and talk about Cairo Matchmakers. Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, Chiro Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. Chiro Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, Go to Kyramatchmakers.com. And now let's jump right back into our conversation. You
0: now, Dr. Pete, it's something that you mentioned that I think it's, it's worth bringing back is we also get started with that org chart. Who do you have already in your practice? Who's on your team? And then the accountability chart, what are their roles and responsibilities? What are they doing for you? And then once we have that figured out, then we want to look into what are the holes? What are we missing? You know, sometimes our clients come to us and they say, I need a front desk CA. But then it happens that they don't actually have a back office CA and 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 that's what they need the most. And so we take them through a process that we call the discovery process to figure out exactly what they need, what holes they need to fill. And then once we have that discovered, then we go into the mapping, that blood typing. What type of person do you need according to the job responsibilities and the roles that that person is going to have to fill in your office? And so the process for Chiro Matchmakers, our interview process, gets started with the historical Portion, you know, what have they been doing? What are the candidates' experience? Do they have experience in office setting, administrative experience? You know, what is my client looking for, right? What type of experience we need to be looking for? Are they staying in jobs? Are they consistent? You know, are they jumping jobs every six months or so? Or are they somebody that is going to stick with this long term? Once we have that figured out, then we look into the cognitive aspect of things. Is this individual going to be highly intelligent? Are they going to be able to learn quick, retain systems, scripting, procedures? Is my training material something that they're going to be able to learn quickly and be up to speed quickly? Or is this person going to need to retrain and retrain and retrain until they get it? So we actually uh, have all of the candidates take a cognitive assessment first to make sure that they're going to be up to speed rather quickly. And then after that, if they're a good match on the historical portion, the cognitive portion, then we move on to the behavioral aspect. You know, you mentioned the different roles a CA can have within a TRP office, you know, front desk CA, check-in, check-out, back office, tech CA, marketing CA, and office manager. Well, all of those people need to be built very differently. And a lot of times as business owners, we make the mistake of thinking that my one CA can fill every single one of those roles. And you know, I get it. If the practice is getting started, if the practice is small, that may be doable, but it also takes a very special kind of individual to be able to fill all of those roles. And let's not lie to ourselves. You know, we are all great at some things, but we may lack in other things. We have our strengths and our weaknesses. The more that we can work in our zone of genius, you know, the more that we can work in that area that we're already good at, we're only gonna get better at that, right? If we work in areas that we're very weak in, there will be improvement if we apply ourselves but we might never become great at those things, right? That's why it's so important that you clearly define every single role that needs to be filled in your practice and then go to work in finding those people. But not just finding anybody that just looks great on a resume standpoint, but you got to make sure that they are also going to be great. Their behavioral makeup is suited for that type of job, for those types of roles. So it's it's very important that we get that right. Because when we force ourselves to be somebody that we are not, if we push ourselves to behave in a way that is not true to ourselves, you know, there's going to be stress levels. That is when burnout happens. You know, you might have a great CA in your practice. She may be amazing, but she's going to get burned out because she's having to behave in a way that is not natural to her. You know, let's say that you have somebody that is very organized, very systems oriented, great with numbers. Well, she should be your back office CA, right? But we're making her our front desk CA. She's our check-in CA right now. So we definitely do not have that person in the right seat in the bus, right? And, and the CA is having to push herself to be outgoing and extroverted and to have that empathetic connection with our practice members to be outspoken. What do you think that's going to happen to that person in a few months? They're going to be so drained and so stressed out because they're having to be somebody that they are not. And that is exactly what chiro matchmakers can do for it, you, doc. We can come in, analyze your practice. Who do you already have in your team? Are they in the right position? We can help you with team dynamics, team communication, give you management insights. You know, a lot of times clients come to us, not necessarily because they need to hire somebody, but they already have a great team in place and they don't want to let go of anybody, but they're having a lot of problems with a CA or two CAs and they're great people, but they're just for some reason not working out. And we come in and we get them assessed and then we can help the CEO, the doctor realize, well, they're just not in the right position. They're in a position that just, does not go well with their behavioral traits or their cognitive abilities and then we can give a recommendation to where they should be and then you know if, if that position needs to be filled because they're going to move that ca to a different position that is better for her his or her behavioral traits then we can help you go and recruit those great people that are going to be 100 match to the behavioral traits that you're looking for
1: wow it's so powerful i mean there's so many things i want to like just circle back on and, and and do a double click on, um, because there's so much here. So, you said three things that were just really powerful. That I think it's really important that as CEOs who are listening, we understand this. So historically, most of us have probably hired if you're like me, based on historical, and then how they make you feel when you're with them, and maybe we do an inner office working interview where we kind of see how they do work one day. And if they show up and they do good, they put on their best face and attitude and they say and do all the right things, you're like, this person is perfect. And then you hire them. And then in two weeks, you're like, like you said, how come they're not getting this? I said, this is what you say. Or you know, this was what the scripting says. This is how we do this. And you're having issues with that. And it's very clear there's a cognitive disconnection there. They're not able to do the things that you've asked them to do, or you put them in a position that you, you, you said, I need somebody to do this. And they said, I can do that. But at the end of the day, that's actually not their strength. They were willing to do it because they were looking for work and you were willing to hire them because you needed help. So it was felt like a perfect fit, but it wasn't. I believe that every person listening to this podcast right now, you all can relate with me because we've all done that. We've all you know, done the interview. A lot of us, Adrian, are doing the group interviews. I know it. I know chiropractors, how they do it. It's the group interview. They come in, you do the group. They come back and you kind of, quote unquote, weed people out. You get it down to your one or two candidates that you feel like are good. You do a little bit of a deeper interview. Then you do a working interview and then, then they hire. That's how they do it. But there's none of what you're talking about going on. There's no real assessment of the history. How many of how many of the doctors who you work with actually call on the references? How many of them do that? How many of us actually know how to re- really analyze and understand a a resume, right? I know that those are not things that I have strengths in. Those are not things that are my, you know, areas I would focus as a CEO, more of a visionary. You know, and then you've got the the assessments, the cognitive, the behavioral. I've never done any of that. i never had any of those things, right? So... Adriana, I just see that there's a lot of gaps in where, like you talked about, the holes in the practices. Where are the holes? Well, where are the holes in the process? Even for these for CEOs who are hiring, there's a whole lot of holes that are there right now. What have you seen as being the biggest issue when it comes to this historically? You know, with the clients that you've been able to have visibility into their practices and into this process for them, what is the biggest challenge that that you see that most most uh, businesses are facing with this process?
0: I think that you you have already mentioned that, and it was brilliant what you said, we tend to hire people based on how we feel around them, and we tend to get attracted to people that behave similar to us. You know, we like our friends, the people that we hang out with are people that have the same behaving, and so we, we be drawn to the people, you know, if you're, if you're a highly extroverted person, you typically want to hang out with other people that are very extroverted, that are out to go out with you and you know have a meal and drinks and have fun right you wouldn't necessarily choose the the timid introverted person to go hang out with and it's the same thing when we're looking to hire if we don't have the assessment tools to be able to measure people if we don't have that knowledge and that understanding of human behavior we are going to hire people that kind of look like us, talk like the like us, act like us. And that is not necessarily the person that you need. You know, if you're an extroverted person, for example, and you're the face of the practice, you don't need another you in the practice. You're gonna need someone to compliment you. So let's say you're hiring a back office CA and you're doing that group interview that you also mentioned, that is the worst thing that you can do. Group interviews do not work, you know. As a recruitment expert, I would advise, highly, highly advise against group interviews. They just do not work out unless you're only looking to hire a marketing person or, you know, a check-in CA, people that are very extroverted, very outgoing. Because if you're trying to hire for anything else, you know, People that are great, that are extremely intelligent, that are very detailed oriented, very structured, they're not gonna shine through on a group interview because you're gonna have that one extroverted person that is gonna take over the whole interview and they're the ones that are gonna shine. But maybe if you put them in that back office CA and you choose them just because you like their personality, they may not do great. They may not be organized. They may not be detailed oriented. They may not be system followers. And you're going to have a lot of issues with that. So I think that the biggest problem that we see with the chiropractic industry is that we are not hiring right. We're not hiring based on the responsibilities and the the roles that that person is going to play in our office. We're based on do I like this person or not. And so that is something that is the biggest hole that we see and that's why we we definitely recommend to every one of our clients that before you even sit down with the candidate you need that you need to have this metrics the measurement to be able to make an informed decision because you meet the person you might like them so much they might win you over because of their charm or their personality but doesn't mean that they're the better suited person for the position
1: yeah this is listen i mean you're you're about to embark on a, in a into a, a long term relationship with somebody. You're going to be spending every day with them, or many days of the week, and many many hours every single day. And you know we we want to make sure we get this right. I want to I want you to unpack a little bit. What you just said is exactly what happens so often. The typing and you talked about. We we talk about clearly defined roles, Adriana. We talk about how important it is to have a clearly defined role before you go out and hire. I'm going to go hire and then I'll kind of put them in a position based on what a, what gifts they are, and then I'll just move my team around and. It's, it feels, it's very sloppy. It feels very disrespectful to me that we would do it this way to another human being who is wired, like you said, their zone of genius. It's finding people that have a genius. Everybody has a genius. Our job is to discover what your genius is and match you up with the, the genius that we need in this role, right? So the first gap that I see for a lot of docs is they don't have clearly defined roles in their business. They're not clearly defined. It's not written down. It's not organized. It's not, it's not clearly defined. Can you talk a little bit about, and we'll, we'll kind of wrap with this. And if you want to have more information about Cairo Matchmakers, you can go to cairomatchmakers.com, and they actually have on their site you can you can schedule a discovery call to learn more about what they do. And, and if you're looking to hire, you can absolutely connect with Adriana that way, and you can reach out to them. But Adriana, I want you to talk about the typing because when when you've you've told me about this. Every time I hear about it, it's like, man, that's amazing. Can you just talk about that a little bit about for the CA specific? Because I I always thought a lot about the DCs, like hiring associates and bringing associates in. CAs, it's equally as important, if not more, to make sure you get this right with your CAs. Typically, there's more CAs than there are doctors in the office, typically, not always. So to get this right, the dynamic of all those relationships working well and right together is so important. It's not just the typing of getting the right person in the right seat. It's also the right person working with the right, all these other people, making sure that works. So can you just take us through a little bit of that? Give us some insights into how how that process works.
0: Yeah. So it, you know, nothing reflects worse on a practice than a revolving door of CAs. You know, when you have CAs, People, your, your practice members, your patients, they connect with them. They form relationships with them. And a lot of times they're closer to the CAs than they are to the actual doctor because a lot of times they spend more time, they socialize more with the CA than they do with the doctor. So when we have a practice that has a revolving door and CAs are, you know, lasting a couple months and then they're leaving it just, it reflects so poorly on the practice and on the, the doctor and the CEO. That's why it's so important that we do get that right, that we hire the right people. And you mentioned this, not only that they are in the right position, but that they're getting along with each other, right? Let's say you have five, six CAs and they hate each other guts and they're just fighting with each other all the time and it's causing a lot of drama and problems. Well, that's going to make your life miserable as the, as the practice owner. And so what we look into is team dynamics and communication style. So every single personality type has a different way in which they communicate best and a way in which you should communicate with them. So the way that they communicate with you is not necessarily the same way that you should be communicating with them. So our behavioral assessment takes a look at communication styles, how they talk and how you should talk to them so that they can better understand you. And so when we're taking a look at every single CA position, we will make a recommendation based on who you already have in the practice. So what we really like to do is first, we wanna come and assess your current team and know how they are built that blood typing so that when we help you develop what we call the avatar for the ideal CA, your next hire, we are able to take into consideration who you already have, the way that they are built, the way they communicate, the way they interact with each other. So that when we bring this new person into play, that they're going to be welcomed, they're going to be received well, and they're going to just get along with, with everybody. And so the behavioral assessment, it's, it's an amazing tool for management, for hiring but then also for managing your your existing team members.
1: I love that. You you again hit on such such a pain point I think for a lot of doctors which is managing the team. And even if you have an office manager who's managing and you say, "Well, they can just handle it and deal with it." That is that also isn't the, the path. And you you talked to about the retention. So many chiropractors really want to grow their business and create more scalability and durability, and we know that the best business model is a retention practice and retention is relationships and retention is also team mm-hmm. hiring the right people means they're they're staying they're they're with you they're they're journeying with you and they're journeying with the, your clients your patients the most you know the most successful businesses are retention businesses and in chiropractic specifically we know that to be the case and those are the most valuable practices as well when it comes to the final season which is the exit season when it's transferring time that sale, that asset now, that practice is an asset, not a liability. Oftentimes the team comes with, when you sell, you know, a practice, you know, as both Dr. Francis and I have done, and know Dr. Allen has done that as well. You know, your team goes, goes with them. And you know, I'm, I'm proud to say even years, years later, my, my team continues to be leading my practice that I, that I sold. My team's still there. The CAs are still there. All, all of the three, at least three of them. Are still there running that business years and years later? That to me is a legacy, right? So you want to make sure that when you when you bring people in, that that's a you're thinking about your patients and you're thinking about your clients and your customers who you're serving, and that these people are going to be the ones that are developing that relationship with them, as you said, because as a CEO, oftentimes you become less connected to your whole patient base because you maybe have associate doctors in there and you're not seeing everybody anymore you used to used to know every patient by name and know all the stories and know everything because you were part of every step of their journey and now you maybe you're, you're a degree or two of separation away and so you're relying heavily on your team's ability to build those relationships and nurture those relationships and then your team within your team to manage your people who are taking care of the people and 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 the doctors who are taking care of the people so there's a lot of layers to this that when you truly move into this scale season you become that CEO of your business, it is absolutely critical that you get this team building right. We get it right. Adrian. I want to thank you so much for taking time to join me today on our Remarkable CEO podcast. And as I said earlier, if, if people want to get in contact with you directly, they can go to com. Is there any other ways that um, you would suggest they reach out and connect with you if they want to um, connect with you on, on this subject?
0: The website is perfect. It has a direct link to my schedule. So if anybody needs any help with team building, hiring, go to our website.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for all of you amazing listeners. Thanks for being a part of our Remarkable CEO podcast. If you find this podcast to be of great value to you, we would love to hear from you. You can leave us a review or send Dr. France and I our message on Facebook or Instagram. We want to hear how this podcast has uh, been supporting you. And, and uh, also, if you have any subjects that you would love to hear about, about growing a more remarkable business, let us know. We'd love to uh, hear what you want to hear about. And we'd love to get into that with you here on our podcast. And remember to tune in next week for the next part of our series on team building. And until then, be well, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic.